Welcome back to the town of Acacia Grove, where like most communities, there's always something going on. The stories you're going to hear from this new set of residents is definitely going to hit different. I tell you, you never really know what a person is dealing with behind closed doors. Luckily for us, they're going to tell what happened behind theirs. So get comfortable and let's listen to Scenes from Life. done something that you've come to regret that's haunted you for a good portion of your life well I have you convinced yourself at the time that you had no choice that you did what you had to do that there was no way out at least that's how I felt at the time I was raised in the church my daddy is a deacon, and my mother teaches Sunday school at Acacia Grove Assembly of God in Christ. I attended Bible camp every summer, sung on the choir, and ushered. However, that didn't help me when I was faced with the most difficult decision of my life. You see, during my first year of college, I became pregnant and to make matters worse it wasn't as if I was pregnant by someone I was serious about it was a guy that I had met my first semester and just been cooling with well one night I was blowing off some steam had too much to drink and got careless I know I know some of you older saints are thinking I shouldn't have been having sex to start with. But times are different. Nobody wants to marry someone without seeing what they're working with. <laughs> At least I know I didn't. I mean, yeah, maybe not casual sex. But I don't see nothing wrong with sex within a committed relationship. But anyway, back to my story. It didn't take long for me to realize something was wrong. So with my best friend with me for support, I took a home pregnancy test. I swear, I wanted the floor to open up and swallow me whole when that reading came back positive. I've never been so afraid in my life. My friend convinced me to have a test done at the clinic. When that one came back positive, I felt my life was over. I couldn't tell the deacon and the Sunday school teacher. Um, congrats. You're about to be grandparents. Your baby girl is knocked up by some guy she's only known for about five months. No chance of marriage there. So without so much as a word to anyone other than my best friend, I headed off to the clinic and aborted my child. What else could I do? 
I had three years of college to get through. And I knew my parents would be horrified that not only was I drinking, but having sex with guys I barely knew. When the procedure was over, the relief quickly turned into shame. What had I done? And to make matters worse, everywhere I looked, there seemed to be a pregnant woman. You would think that would be a little hard on a university campus, <laughs> but it wasn't. One of the cafeteria workers suddenly started showing signs of her pregnancy. And one of my professors then started displaying a perfectly round bulge under her clothes and announced to the class that she was expecting her first child. During my winter break, my brother and his wife announced during Christmas brunch that they were expecting child number two. To which my mother leans over and says to me, I'm so looking forward to you finding a good Christian man and giving me grandbabies. Sweet baby Jesus, who Lord, take me now. Well, back on campus, I sat in class day in and day out, watching my professor's pregnancy develop. When I checked my social media, there were pictures and videos of my sister-in-law's bulging belly and my two-year-old nephew as he tried to figure out why mommy was running out of lap space. Was God punishing me? Was I in some type of earthly hell where I would be reminded daily of what I had done? Guilt consumed me night and day. I threw myself into my studies and finished my first year of college with an impressive GPA in spite of my anguish. I went home that summer in time for the birth of my niece, who as time went on, began to look just like me. Same coloring, eyes, and smile. I couldn't help but wonder what my child would have looked like. Would he or she have looked so much like me that people would have mistaken my child and niece for siblings? What I'd done really started to haunt me with each football game, dance, and piano recital of my nephew and now two nieces. I couldn't help but wonder about my son or daughter. I would often watch my oldest niece, the one who looks like my twin, glide across the stage and pretend she was mine. I carried this guilt for years until at the urging of a friend, I attended a woman's conference entitled Confronting the Past to Embrace the Future. She recognized the pain I thought I was masking by throwing myself into my work as a pediatric nurse, which was so not my initial field of study. Interesting choice, isn't it? On the last night of the conference, the evangelist who had been going around and laying hands on random women stopped in front of me. She then said to me, it is finished, let it go. God forgave you the first time you cried out to him in anguish. I said to her, but you don't know what I did. She says it doesn't matter 
the Lord wants you to let the shame and pain go. He wants to let you know that you are loved. I whispered to her, I had an abortion. She said, let it go. You're not the only one. That I needed to forgive myself so that I could be freed from the bondage of my past. I fell to my knees and cried the healing tears that my soul so desperately needed. I wasn't the only one. I wasn't alone. And most importantly, the Lord still loved me. The Lord proclaimed through the evangelist, it is finished. This concludes today's episode of Scenes from Life from Deborah and Dana Presents. Thank you for listening. We value your feedback, so please make sure that you comment, follow, subscribe, and definitely share with others. And make sure you stay tuned for when the next episode drops. It's going to be good.